When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're as cold as ice You're willing to sacrifice our love Alright everyone, it's time for the next episode of the Ice Cold Takes Podcast. Today we're joined by Tara, aka The Glove Drop. Tara's a hockey YouTuber that is extremely vocal about her support for the New York Rangers and was listed as one of the top 50 social hockey influencers in 2019. It's great to have you on today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Um, top 50. I'll take it. It's early in the season. The season was cut short. If you 82 games, I would have been like, whoop, right up at the top. top I, don't, I don't doubt that. Top 40. Sure. <laughs> all right. So are we'll you guys get... doing good, though? Yeah, yeah. We're doing Yeah, considering. Good. We're doing all right. Considering the sitch. Yeah, exactly. It's been tough. Um we were supposed to start recording in person too. And then cause we both go to school at Stevens together um, in New Jersey and then COVID hit and our whole thing got messed up. So here we are on zoom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll get right into the question. So how did you get into hockey? Okay. So long story short, here's a quick little, it's emotional. Um, it's not that emotional. Grew up with three brothers, super close, tight knit family. Um, second oldest but you know when you're a little kid you're not gonna cry around your three brothers I was doing anything and everything I could to be just as tough if not more tough you know broken bones doesn't matter you don't cry so I was four years old and I'm home sitting on the sitting on the floor my dad's got the game on I have no idea what hockey is I'm like no no clue and I'm sure you've seen kids before when they don't know what's going on but they get like a little bit emotional you know, right. if there's like a song on or like my I have a one-year-old nephew and Elmo was singing a slower song and you see him like kind of getting like weirdly teared up. So they win. My dad is screaming up to my mom, Sue, come down. I'm seeing the reaction of everybody on the screen. And I was kind of overwhelmed because I have feelings. And I was just so drawn into it. And like that, my older brother, Tara's crying. And I was like, I'm not. I screamed so loud I got a headache, ran up to my room, slammed the door. But that was like kind of the first time I saw something where I was like so just locked in uh-huh. on this emotion. But it wasn't even like it wasn't sad. It wasn't it was just this overwhelming joy seeing that. That moment on. I remember slamming the door. I remember the headache. I remember what I was wearing. So from that moment on, and then um I don't know if you guys ever take any time out to Long Island. You should if you don't. It's great. <laughs> couple of ponds around here so um we would skate there I learned to skate as a kid taught my little brothers and so I started playing and but yeah I've had this really huge pie with hockey as something that is very genuinely me that passion I love that did Uh, you do you still play now so I don't know if you guys remember Barbara Williams 
Um, she was the first female skate coach. She coached the Islanders. Mm-hmm. This woman is beast. She still coaches. <laughs> Unbelievable. She is like a drill sergeant. So I was playing and I went from Catholic school to a public school. I got to the public school in Northport. Sure, you know how some towns are out here mm-hmm. in North Shore. It's very like, so I started getting picked on big time. And because of my stubborn attitude, you know, no, not, nobody's going to see me hurt. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't want to play hockey anymore. Quit at 14 because I was getting made fun. Aww, and that's terrible. I spent every single morning skate that my little brother had with Barbara in the car because I was terrified to face her because Ter- she knew. She was like, you don't want it. I was mortified. And then 16 years later, I ran into her at the rink. She knew me like that. I was like, <laughs> <gasps> my nightmare. But yeah, I, I stopped playing, which is a shame because it was definitely my favorite sport through and through. Um, when I was a kid, I had pretty bad ADHD. Definitely still do. But I found <laughs> that that was one of the few activities that I could participate in where that buffer zone. So even if you can skate and you're Connor McDavid on skates, you're still thinking enough about skating that your mind is, you know, that, that zone where you would normally wander covers it. So I could actually focus in on the game. And I loved that. Um, but then I quit because girls made fun of me, but um, you know, not going to say it took that long, but I got over it at 29, 28, and I got back on the ice in the last year or so. I can't skate very well, so wants to help me. That like for me hearing that it makes me very sad because I feel like especially when you were growing up, probably there weren't as much opportunities for girls um, to oh, no, play the hockey. It was there. I was just being oh. crazy. <laughs> so if there's any girls out there listening or any person out there listening, and you're concerned about the here and now people in school don't do that because then you're going to put your skates back on when you're 28 and seven inches taller you're going to look like an absolute clown and you're going to regret it <laughs> every step of the way especially when it comes to hockey well i mean that like i'm with kiriakos on on that it's i mean it's sad and i completely understand where you're coming from with the adhd thing because i i have it too actually and i fell in love with hockey like at for like nine ten years old whenever I was in when I was in fourth grade however old I was then um and you know just being able to focus on the one thing when everything else in your life is just you know you're thinking about this and then that and then this and that and then you can't stay focused on one thing to have something like that it's just a nice feeling especially so when it's totally get what you're, you're unfamiliar doing. with mm-hmm. or it's something that you're not going to have in your day-to-day you know I spent all my school days my teacher would put us like I skipped a grade because I was bored. I couldn't deal with it. She's bored. Or my teacher had a special desk. She's like, when you're done with your work, it's like, didn't affect the schoolwork. Crush the schoolwork. Genius, but just kidding. Crush the schoolwork, <laughs> but I would then disrupt everybody. So she put a desk next to her desk. And I would sit there next to her and talk to her instead. And then my second grade teacher was like, if you open your mouth, you know, she went, well, she was like, oh. but no, needed both. They needed discipline and understanding. Um, but I I honestly, having stepped away from hockey was beneficial in the long run Hmm. because I never took it for granted when, during the times when you might take it for granted, 
we mm-hmm. see people it's just like a thing and then it becomes boring or old mm-hmm. so stepping back into something that was kind of yeah I, untouched unscathed i've, I've seen that with, with a couple of my friends as well i play club hockey at stevens and we have like a pretty good group here but there's a couple kids that um kind of got into that routine like you were saying they got bored of it um they thought like oh this is only club like i, I don't want to do this anymore they kind of mm-hmm. quit and they come back senior year and they're like oh my god i miss it so much you know what Truly i mean so- even doing this right now is one of the biggest highlights of my week i love making my videos i love working on stuff like that but to have an opportunity to to speak to other people about it too we don't even have to be playing like this to me is such a break away from the day to day and even from the day to day where I just am sleeping <laughs> but it's great it's it's a it's a absolutely in my opinion one of the few genuine things that is left in the world it's it hasn't really been touched yet mm-hmm. by too much and I love it and the people in it are the same way that kind of segues into what we want to talk about next is so you just kind of talked about it a little bit, but on top of that, like what made you want to start this YouTube channel that you have now that you've cultivated into this? I've got another quick long story that I'm going to make so short. Um, I went to Penn State, studied bio because I was good at it. Hey, same. Um, but I, yeah, I was just focused on, I was focused on running. Stony Brook, Penn State, track, track, sports, that's it. Um, after I had a couple classes, came home, got like a modeling contract. I'm very tall. All right. <laughs> um in the city so I moved in the city and I was there for three years and I did you know it was, it was mine it was amazing the opportunities that I had I I can't even put into words how grateful I am for the experiences that I had but I always wanted to do sports broadcasting mm. here's the thing if you don't have experience you can't get a job but you can't get experience unless you have a background in it right <laughs> oh I I got so after three years or so I got so unfulfilled or just that you know that part of me that wanted more it, it got bigger and bigger and it was just too much so I made a huge drastic move I left my wonderful modeling job in Manhattan moved out of my killer apartment left that whole scene and I joined um enlisted in the army national guard they would pay for me to go to broadcasting school and I enlisted in as a broadcast media specialist so we go um had a few months before i left for basic but we still have to go through training um ship out for basic uh, i got diagnosed with nothing you guys would know about endometriosis it's a girl thing medical discharge so i came home right. so come home this dude i'd been dating on out for like a couple of years breaks up with me i realized oh he had planned that the whole time he expected me gone for nine months so my whole world is shattered I'm like I'm back at my parents' house. Don't have a job. I thought I was going to be set for life, army, good to go, school. Nothing. Spent like two weeks in my bed, maybe? No food. Barely, probably never took a shower. I don't even know. I was in a bad place. And if you've been in that place, you know. It was, it was bad. It was really, really a very dark time. And I could see it affecting, you know, my, my parents are just torn apart. They're trying to drag me, trying to drag me to like go to like the hospital even because they were just, they didn't know what to do. So I'd given up basically. Um, but coming up on Thanksgiving, I had tickets to the New York Rangers versus the New York Islanders. Thanksgiving Eve, seven tickets. 
So I was going to take my brothers and their wives slash girlfriends and my two cousins who are up from Florida who've never been to a hockey game. <laughs> this was the plan. My mom comes in the room, she knocks on the door and she's like, hey, uh, you better let your cousins know that you're not going to go. And I have the only thing I prepared for this is if I told the story not to do my mom's voice because I didn't want to upset her. She's like, hey, if you're not going to go to the hockey game, you better let your cousins know. <laughs> but she comes to the door and she says that. And, and I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Hmm. What do you mean? Why aren't we going? I'm like, why would I not go? completely disregarded the fact that I had been truly incapacitated in a depression that was like, I was catatonic. There was nothing left. That was gone for a second. And my head went, it was like, what, are you serious? Like, why would we not go? And then I kind of like, really, I was like, that to me, Rangers hockey, hockey in general, it was still untouched. It hadn't been, the world was falling around everywhere. You know, my health, my multiple surgeries I was doing, the army fell through, I was alone, just totally untouched. And that first game, that game back, Rangers Islanders, Thanksgiving Eve, I went, I never felt so good. It was like, hit me back. And I was like, you know, I need to do this. This is, this isn't a, I want to do this. This is a, this is what I'm supposed to do. That's and this awesome. is where I will do. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's an amazing story. Um, it takes a lot of balls to, to uh, kind of come on here and talk about something like that. So I give you props for that. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's what it is. And it's so funny because the place I'm at now, like it's still untouched. Worst day in the world. I could be having the worst time of my life. But I'll go for a twenty-minute skate. Not even. I'll or or just flip on that camera. Screw around, yeah. Flip on the camera and start calling Mitch Mitch ass Marner and just <laughs> rip it into people. Mitch the bitch. Mitch ass Marner. <laughs> I got nicknames for him all. Don't worry about it. But yeah, it's it's just it's it's an incredible. I'm incredibly fortunate, I should say, to have something that is so just removed from everything, and it's just purely happiness good times like love it can i ask a, like a follow-up question on your your sports broadcasting yeah what's up so i was interested in that like a long time ago when i was first getting into hockey and stuff and i was also, i'm also a pretty big baseball fan i'm a mets fan oh and God. you know gary cohen he's the broadcaster for the mets he really mm-hmm. kind of like inspired me and uh, sam rosen too of course uh yeah he's when- the goat he's the goat yes it's just, you know, I never, I never followed through with it, but it's just, I, I relate to what you, what you were saying, like about the, the whole, how do you do something when you have no experience in it? And then you need experience to get experience. And I'm like, right. Hey. So <laughs> what I tried, what I, what I would do is like, when I was at my apartment by myself, I would, if something bad happened with like the Rangers or the Mets, I would go on this expletive filled rant, like, <laughs> like, F this, F that, you suck, you're terrible. Oh my my, parent, my just... father is, is terrified. He's like, why can't you just be like, don't talk. I'm like, <laughs> but, but here's the thing too. I almost feel like we're in a better spot having not wasted all that time, money and effort and energy um, on getting that type of training. Right. I, I, I'll say it right now. 
I never want to work for something like ESPN because it's so restrictive. It's just every time, and I'm not, this isn't all of them, but a lot of times when I see, especially female broadcasters, for one thing, you've got constraints on you. You can't be yourself so much. Like it just seems in a lot of cases that those types of broadcasters think, think it's all about them. I'll be really real about it. I'll just say it right now. It seems like these chicks are coming on and they're talking and and coming from a place of look at me, look at me. That's not going to keep anybody's attention. First right. of all, yep. you know, the hot chicks on TV are dime a dozen. <laughs> I know our currency, like the exchange is going down a bit, probably seven cents a dozen at this point. But <laughs> nobody cares. That's like novelty to me. What I want to see is like, I always call it the Charles Barkley effect. That guy can be falling asleep on camera, but the second he starts talking, you're in, you're in it. Even if you don't give a rat's ass, you are excited because <laughs> he's talking. And and then you see it in, in people like Cabby Richards. Mm-hmm. He is entertaining. He's giving the people what he wants. And that's the reason stuff like Barstool Sports, hate on all you want. They're killing it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because they're not tight butthole. Right. Exactly. They're giving the people what they want and they're being the most relatable and, and the no, most genuine. Yeah. There's no expiration date. Yep. Like I could take my videos with a low cut shirt and try and be manic <laughs> and just like try and go that route. One, don't have time or <laughs> the chest, but I know that that's a novelty. The, the next one's going to come. Mm-hmm. There's no next Charles Barkley. Come on. <laughs> It's like Howard Cassell. Like, there's not going to be another one. They got something, whatever it is. Not like to think. Right, and I think I think that's you made a smart move as well because now you could kind of brand yourself with your own YouTube channel. You could do what you want to do and unlearn all that dumb stuff that they taught me. (laughs) Yeah. You bring up a good point about the the barstool people because I I mean I I like uh, the guy at KFC's uh, like a New York sports fan. A lot of people hate on him, and I really don't understand why. I think he opens the door. I think he opens the door for an opportunity to be hated on. So when I first started, I was hated on. I owe thousands of people. Like, I need to buy a Subway franchise. (laughs) Not a sandwiches people have asked me to make for them. (laughs) But like. That's expected. That's one thing. But then you kind of get to a point where now the hate that I get is like, you really think Henrik Lundqvist is the king? He only won a Vesna. And I'm like, he only won a Vesna? So like the hard time I get now is people questioning my hockey opinions. That to me is like- But that's good, yeah. That's freaking huge. Yeah. And I think when it comes down to those guys too, like they're, that's, they're in that spot. Nobody's coming at them for their life choice. You know, they're not like questioning their validity as a broadcaster or being mm-hmm. in entertainment. They're just questioning their opinions at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's the best. If anyone I ever encounter says Lundquist isn't the king, <laughs> I don't even think I could look this, at them. Yeah, he only won a Vesna. Oh. Especially if you're a Rangers fan, like, you ungrateful swine. Do you, have you First seen what all, this guy has done for us? I think the guy played like in the playoffs. I think he the guy on his like head backwards. D3, D3, third backup goalie, um, but like team goalie in case the other team's goalie got hurt too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He probably blocks, probably catches on his blocker side. I'm just saying. But 
to me, I'm like, oh, first of all, Hank holds all of the records. His hair is unbelievable. <laughs> you wish you were him. And he's still him. But that I love. What I don't love, though, I, the only hate I get is from other females just being like, isn't it difficult to work in a man's sport? I'm like, no, they're like, but the NHL doesn't let women in. I'm like, listen, first of all, that's not true. If I'm going to a net, if I'm going to a car race, I'm not trying to watch two like Subaru Outbacks race each other. Great cars, wonderful. They can do things that, you know, a race car can't do. I want to see the fastest and I want to see the best. I want to see mm-hmm. people getting laid out and that's going to be the NHL. Deal with it. <laughs> But that's the only thing people have ever tried to push on me is to get me to like pretend like it's I'm being uh, I don't know held back because I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Anything's holding me back. That is definitely not the top three. <laughs> Quite a few other things. <laughs> but yeah, this this hockey community is unbelievable. And, it, and that's not necessarily true that like all oh, the NHL doesn't allow women in. They no. the Blackhawks just hired Kendall Coins Schofield. Is that how I you say? No, but I still want to watch men's hockey. I watch the right. NHL. My YouTube channel is about the NHL. Do I love to play hockey? Hell yeah! Can those girls absolutely suplex me, put me on my back? End of story. Yep. Still want to watch the NHL though because I prefer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Alex Ovechkin. Want to see somebody get laid out by Mac Chuck? Come on. It's <laughs> <laughs> my choice. Right. Um, okay. So we're going to, we'll transition into the next topic. Uh, we'll start talking about uh, next season. So okay, when- really quickly, I never finished what I got into on YouTube. Then I, somebody told me to check out Steve Dangle. So I, and you oh, yeah. Like, oh, you sit down and you go wild after games. That's what he did for years and years. Just sat in front of his shitty webcam. <laughs> got glitzed and went bananas and looked yep. at him also watched him and I was like, holy, wait a second. The Leafs are shitty. <laughs> Number right. two, I can do this better. <laughs> right. And I can talk about a better, better team. Better <laughs> I'll never, you know, he's, he's next level. Guy's a professional fan. I'm, I had the honor and the privilege of meeting him when I was on uh-huh. the one time. Coolest dude ever. <laughs> Yeah. Coolest dude ever. I like to think we're pretty cool, but uh, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> what happens. But literally, I'm like, what is this dude going to be like? Is he going to be screaming? Uh huh. That's fine. I'm prepared. Or is he going to be like a real big nerd? Like, is it just going to be like super awkward? Like, he kind of looks like both. <laughs> Nothing. Coolest dude I've ever met. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> like, in Canada. I feel like every every sports team needs that kind of fan, that super fan. Like the Eagles have that guy. Um, his name's EDP. Oh my club. god, that I guy mean, is like emotionally disturbed person. I thought I thought that's what it was, but it's actually <laughs> eat that pussy four four five. <laughs> I watch his videos just to see him <laughs> scream and yell and curse. And oh, and just loses the mind. Yeah, but that's he, why he, I watch stool scenes because I just want to see the breakdowns and the. Right. <laughs> yep. He's he's like above rated R though. He's like a next level. Yeah, but it's it's, I mean, it's funny too because my best videos I'll be like, man, this is jokes. Like, comedy's not dead. But those videos will do well. But my best videos are videos where I'm, like, in it. Just and I'm like, that wasn't a 
Slewfoot, that was an embellishment. Get this guy a freaking Oscar. This is bullshit. Uh-huh. Or I'm saying like, it doesn't, at the day school nights when they, um, even if it was only a two minute penalty last year in the playoffs, come on, you let four, you, you were up four or three to one. Yeah. Right. And you lost all those games and then you got scored on four times. Yeah. Get out of your flurry. Go back to the slots. <laughs> get stabbed with the sword. Seriously. Vaya <laughs> con Dios, don't you have like, <laughs> you lost. <laughs> and you lost. So people went banat, like they lost their minds. That's it. You gotta, you gotta stir the pot. Come on, you have to. I was right. (laughs) The series should have been done by that point. Yes, I agree. Come on, it should have been done. You can't get scored on four times in five minutes. You cannot, absolutely cannot have that happen. No chance. In a game seven, especially. Joke. That guy is absolutely like. Somebody needs to put him, whatever Benedict Cumberbatch's next role is. Nolichari. Just switch him out right now because that was an embellishment and a half. I've never seen, and we're from New York. Yeah. We're Rockettes all day. I've <laughs> never seen a dude's leg go that far past his ear. If I could do that, I'd not be single. <laughs> Is but, that the, um, the, the, the penalty the in the finals, Blues Bruins? Yeah, the slew foot. I'll give you a slew foot. Yeah, no. Their teams had won two and championships and we're about to win a third on them they're just going absolutely ancient but it, you know i was right so yeah i agree um <laughs> so when do you th- when do you think next season is going to start not if at all january 1st not january 1st no. okay yeah that seems to be what we what we all agree on here on ice cakes so it's nice to have something in place just because if you have it's better to have something the way i see it it's better to have something to, to say then nothing mm-hmm. to leave it up in the air so it's like you have this date it's going to change but at least you can be like right now january 1st not right now we don't know mm-hmm. but i think it's going to be close to march yeah march. and how many games will, do you think that will be played i'm sure they'll cut it probably down to 60 yeah we, we were thinking yeah, something like that too. next season yeah. then for sure yeah, and training camps is going to have to be – it's going to be a, a while, I think, before things actually get back in the swing. But they're going to have to adjust training camp. I could potentially see training camp starting up in January. Okay. If not February, but I definitely think it would be an abbreviated. Some teams are already holding practices. But they're kind of like informal. Teams are holding practices. Do you know? Pardon? I know Washington's holding holding some stuff. Um, yeah, but I think it's very... Uh, it, it is informal, yeah. yeah not even yeah. informal. It's just the whole team isn't going to be on there. I mean, you're probably not even skating with anything more than just your line. Mm, yeah. Other people. Mm-hmm. That's it. We know, we know uh, some of the Ranger guys are hitting the ice. We talked to Austin Rushoff. Um, they're hitting that on the practice facility. A couple of the boys there. So um, that's good to hear. <laughs> You're going in with the camera, like, and bring it on, like, check it out. No, we'll do that for the Islanders and see what they're pulling out. Yeah, how is Trotz running his defense? How is his defense so damn good? He's got no Ah, one. It's the goaltending. You go to the Islanders as a goalie, you're going to get blasted through the roof. You go to Florida, Panthers as a goalie, you had a nice run, that's it. You go to Florida to retire. (laughs) like. I mean, Luongo stayed pretty good, I think. He was, who? he was again, pretty... who? <laughs> Longo? Longo did pretty well, but you know what? Strumbone. 
The goalie coaching down in Florida is a disgrace. Bobrovsky went for the tax break. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yo, thank God Panarin's break down there. Yeah. I, he's, I, that I, rate, he's not even going to be making enough money. Like, any tax break he gets, like his, his paycheck's going to get cut to zero and they're going <laughs> to send him back to where he came from. But yeah, now Florida six and goalie. But that's good. That's what I want to hear. You want to so hear? Wait, wait. So you you think you think Trotz has nothing to do with that defensive system there? Oh, now that fourth line on the Islanders. Yeah. Well, first of all, that fourth line on the Islanders is the best best fourth line in the league. All right. Because I can I can get on board with that. Yeah, that is pretty. And good. and you know what? They rival their first line. Mm-hmm. What is it? Clutterbuck, Sezikis, and um, Matt Martin. And you know what it is? They have like a a nice array. The way I say it, they have like the perfect blend of different play styles. So you got Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and Martin. Martin is going to lay down on a train track. He's going <laughs> to clear the right. You know, yep. he, he's he's not there to score. However, did he resign a new contract with them? Because I know that that was still at least a free agency. And if the Rangers right had their on him, I would be not upset. <laughs> he had, I mean, his, his numbers during the regular season were you know, whatever, but he had, I think, five goals in the playoffs. Yeah, he, he could put the puck in the net, too. Games or something? Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. But he's clearing the way, and then you got these two players that, and that's what I think, like, that uh, first line in, that's what the Oilers, you know, you got two studs, but there's a third piece that's missing, and I think Matt Martin is the perfect balance between making plays but also opening space for plays you don't think zach cassian's that guy <laughs> no they, no they tried they tried okay, that good, with each and failed miserably but like try harder or <laughs> maybe like reconsider that lineup you know because zach cassian's not doing that yeah it it irks me seeing zach cassian on that first line that's the same thing the Penguins did with Crosby, though. Mm-hmm. Like they, well, they put, cleared some space. They put like Dupuis, Connor Sheary on that first line with him. Kunitz, like they, Kunitz was far removed from like his prime. He's like mm-hmm. thirty-four when he was having his best years. Well, I think that that fourth line is so great because there are three guys, and they're playing as three guys three fourth right. line and there, there's no i'm mcdavid there's no like oh i'm who's another asshole Eichel. <laughs> i don't know somebody you know nobody's there thinking i'm number one right but we're playing around me they're playing it's a give and take between the three of them mm-hmm. instead of two guys playing around one dude right like and they know their role too yeah being like wait yeah. we should be playing around me like right right yeah they know I'm, their role they know what they have to do to win so they're exactly. all buying into that system, yeah. And it's if I wasn't convinced before, I'm convinced now. I I was though. That is a really good line. The that I you, you know you're not going to see like the numbers maintain across the board, and they they all like one may have a standout performance over the course of a few games, but it's always it's it's almost like a cyclical. You know, they're all having like you're not seeing somebody shoot up go crazy, mm-hmm. and these other two guys doing jack shit. Right. And you're not seeing anybody drop down real low. Like everybody kind of maintains that same little standard deviation. Nobody's deviating away from the standard, if you will. Right. Right. Oh, and I will. I think at some point, though, you do need that standout player, though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But no. (laughs) 
Let me tell you why. The Islanders' fourth line is better than the McDavid first line. Period. <laughs> Connor and Dick. Okay, but that also plays into the fact that the Oilers are just a crap organization. But not point. even that, you know, you, you think like uh, they might be. And I remember when, when he came back from that injury at the beginning of the mm-hmm. season before all that, you know, he's hitting the ice like nothing happened. Right. Freaking just they were killing it at first. And then it all falls apart. So the way that I look at it is it's not an individual player. He could be the best player in the world. It's not about that. It's about the flow. But it's really like they've nailed it with that fourth line. Because you look at you look at Toronto. Look at Toronto, you got what, four of the dudes are in the top ten for highest paid. Mm-hmm. But they're surrounding them with these interchangeable fourth liners. Yeah. Yeah. They don't have any for, the, the the like range. There is none. It's Austin Matthews and Right. Some dude Some making dude from, the, from the Marlies. Yeah, right. literally. I'm making yeah. minimum. Yeah. You're getting a 700K plus 15, 16, four. Right. And there's no, you know, you want to have players surrounding your stars that are going to not just boost your surrounding players' numbers. Like mm-hmm. if you're playing with Matthews, I want your numbers to be high. Mm-hmm. But if you're playing with Matthews, you know, versus not playing with him, but if you're playing with him, I want his numbers not to drop. And that's the thing. You're seeing that like with, uh, uh, yeah, you look out like the numbers dropping. You're seeing that with, who's that with? Uh, I think Quinn Hughes. He was playing great. And they just got rid of, who did they just get rid of? Uh, they get, they got the, they got rid of Troy Stetcher, but I don't know if that. Um... Whatever the case is, a lot of times people just look at the numbers of the person who's shitty. They're yeah. like, oh, they're playing so great. Right. With. Yeah. Big superstar. Yeah. But then they don't look at like, oh man, he's making our superstar not as good. You make a really good point, And this is something I haven't thought about. Like, you know how we put Strom with Panarin and everyone's saying like, oh, Strom's only good because he's playing with Panarin. He's just really lucky or whatever. No. Look at Panarin's point totals. He had his best year this year. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you want to make your shitty guy play great, but it cannot come at the cost of even a single like dip. In your start, right. you want to boost like them that. up and then use like them to boost the team up. No mm-hmm. anchors. That is why I'm so happy that we got rid of Stall. <laughs> Thanks for the run, but you had to go. Exactly. It was a business decision. And it's kind of the same thing with Lundquist. I, I really, really regret oh, I've been saying that for two years. I cried at the I lived video. Yeah. Yeah. You had to go. Yeah. And I, I, Going back to one of your points before, I think that's why the Rangers have such a bright future is because I think their core group of guys, like the, the, the like distribution of talent is like so similar. Like all these guys have the potential to be some of the best players in the NHL. And I think we have like a lot of those guys together and they're just going to help each other become better. And it's just going to be amazing. You know what else I love too? Other than the fact that we're not seeing too many veterans, mm-hmm. which of course you're going to have veteran players. Yeah. It's always mad old. <laughs> to say the least yeah old af and we're seeing we were seeing him make a lot of the defensive mistakes yeah he's the one getting the interview after like what the fuck um that being all you know within the same age and not having uh any bad habits or mm-hmm. anything drilled into your skull but also the fact that coach quinn he's like built his career on coaching those age players yep. he's used to that call. and he's putting these when he was coaching 
in college, he was just putting guys straight into the pros. So that whole dynamic is good too, because there's no, imagine a young guy, a college coach walk, walking into an NHL changing room. And you got a bunch of like Crosby and Malkin and him <laughs> coming in off of just no way. Yeah. It, would, it would not work. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, it definitely works. But something else with the Rangers that I think has been um, even more so after the draft, I love the fact that the uh, the forwards that we have right now, they seem to be, you know, they keep their head down and they keep their mouth shut, but they play with it like an edge. Mm-hmm. They're not. Mitch they Martin. play that New York style hockey. They yeah. do. Lemieux. They Lemieux is a good they're quiet. You know, they're, they're under a bit under the, you know, you know, nobody's mouthing off. Not like Sean then, Avery. But then balance <laughs> it with the defense and that 19th overall that we got. Uh-huh. Remember who we got it from? Braden. Tony D'Angelo. Yeah. And Brendan Lemieux, kind of like the in-between factor between the D and the and the offense. Yeah. I love that. So we got loud, hard, grit on the D line, on the blue line. And then up front, it balances it out because you got these guys who can play with that. But the second, you know, if you put D'Angelo on a line, it's just a completely different style of play, completely different attitude. The whole mindset's not there. But if you've got your O, just like the Panarin Zibanejad. Zibanejad is smart, quiet, and plays with just as much of an edge. Smart, quiet, lethal. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and his hair too. <laughs> but then you go on to the deal, and then you got somebody who's get you know, because you can't be all smart, quiet, and lethal, because then you'll just be the Calgary Flames, and that's you're never going to win anything. <laughs> I, I call them the most mediocre team in hockey. Dude, could you imagine? <laughs> players, though. It's could you so even? Weird. Yeah. So do the Leafs. So do the Oilers. <laughs> oh, I'm getting flack. Oh, jeez. But, like, could you even imagine? I can't even picture. Imagine the Flames going up against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Stanley Cup Final this year. <laughs> LOL. That would, that would just be a massacre. By the- that would be the resurrection of comedy. It wouldn't even <laughs> And the Connery Flames have that eyes in your own boat playing with an edge. Yeah. For their whole roster. Yeah. 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 You gotta you gotta, you gotta have a balance and they're they haven't gotten a memo yet, but we did get Marstrom, right? They got Marstrom? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. They took all the Canucks. Maybe oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> they so, stole their whole roster. Starting goalie since uh Mika Kiprasov. Yo, he's and Marstrom's no joke. Yeah, he is not. He's no very joke. good. But yeah, so I think that balance. Oh, also, what the the uh, that nineteenth overall pick that we got? Braden, Braden Schneider. Braden, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be. He's gonna fit in New York perfectly. I feel like him, Lemieux, and Tony D'Angelo are gonna be <laughs> best buds. The trio that New York needs. Wait, I want to ask you this then. Um, what? I feel like a lot of people, a lot of Ranger fans at least, gave the management slack for that that pick, which I personally like. I like I like Schneider. I I've, I've watched him play because we wanted a center, right? And everyone wanted Hendricks Lapierre. Yeah, I know. I'm saying everyone everyone got mad at them for not picking a center there. Oh fuck off! No. All right. Do you know his stats from last year? No. I'm, okay, I agree with the pick. He's I'm saying NHL ready. He's ready to go. He's not no Jack Hughes little like Jack in the box kids meal. He's yeah. not coming around. This is this yeah. is a, he had I I like when I say that. He was the number one NHL ready pick overall. Mm-hmm. Like he is. He's gonna come in, he's gonna run train on this. 
So whoever's talking about a center, listen, you play left or you play right, you can be set. Look at Kevin Hayes. Mm-hmm. This guy couldn't buy his way into a playoff game. Healthy scratch, healthy scratch all day, every day. And now yeah. he's <laughs> leading the Flyers, big man center. Yeah. Center thing can be worked out. We're not the Winnipeg Jets. If anybody needs a center, they need a center. And a goalie, and a coach. And all right. That, that, that Braden Schneider, NHL ready. Oh, that's, that's your ice cold take for the episode right there. All right. I'm going to have to Alex, Alexi Lafreniere is NHL ready. He's going to come in hot. I mean, I, we were talking about points, 82 games played, 52 points. All right. For last. For laugh. Yeah. I don't see Kako shooting up too much because he's a scorer, not an assist maker, not a Mm -hmm. playmaker. Would you say Kako has more points than Lafreniere or? No, not even in the neighborhood. Lafreniere is going to dust him in points. (laughs) Okay. Really? Okay. Yes, okay. I, I absolutely feel that way. I think, okay, I think Kako's going to have more points than he did last year. That's my prediction. Okay, I, well, agree. Yeah. I think his yeah. goal count is going to go up Yeah. Um, significantly more than his assist mm-hmm. numbers. If you just look back, he, he was never really pulling out assists. He was more of a goal scorer. Yeah, 100%. Not so much a playmaker. It was always these, and they weren't goals. He's a really good puck handler. Yeah, they were goals that were made on this stupid, ridiculous, mighty ducks quadruple D. Yeah, yeah. All of that, it wasn't so much off of plays. Like, right. But I, he was I doing don't... that carrot, put the team on your back. And he truly put the team on his back. Yeah. yeah in yeah. IHF when they won. But like, I wrote this time and I'll look at my little paper. My paper is ripped. But I was looking at it. So I was like, no way. So 66 games played last year, 10 goals, 13 assists. Mm-hmm. I get it. First year. And the first year is a circus. So, yeah. But 2018, 2019, 45 games played, 22 goals, 16 assists. That's 38 points. So, that's only a three assist difference, but it's doubling more than doubling your goals. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I'm not going to see a huge jump in the assists, and we haven't. And I do think that there's a little bit of like a lack of, con- not a lack of confidence, but a hesitation to try and make plays with. Zibby and Panarin. Yeah. That's what I've seen. I've seen him be more willing to go to take the shot than he is to attempt to set up a play. It's kind of right. like, I have the puck. I need to get rid of it as fast as I can. I know I can probably try and get in the net. <laughs> However, not shitting on Kaka. The guy's going to develop. But I see a year, maybe two, considering this, of development in him. Lafreniere, on the other hand, did you guys take a look at this guy's stats? They're incredible. They're absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. This stat, like, this is porn to me. <laughs> this and Evander Kane calling out whatever that nerd, the guy with the... Jake Paul. What the hell is his name? Jake, Jake Paul. Paul. Yeah. Dude, I can curse on you, right? Yeah, 100%. I fuck, dude, I want to fuck that guy with a flashlight. Yikes. He is... Evander Kane. <laughs> buying a Sharks jersey. Cane on the back, and I'm gonna buy a mop. Anyway, Bro, we have the funniest, funniest moment ever so far in the Ice Cold Takes podcast. <laughs> it's true though, like not even a rented one. Christ Almighty, yikes! Dude, I want to see that fight happen so badly. Oh my Who, god! Me and Jake Paul, or honestly, is. honestly, now that you say it, yeah. Oh, <laughs> all I need to do is like. Have somebody slide into his DM mid-fight, mid-sentence. Yeah. Then I just hit him like with a nice one. Vander Vander King would destroy. Rip off his toupee and kick him right in the vagina. 
<laughs> anyway, um, so let's talk about Lafreniere. So this is what got me bone like this, as well as Evander Kane's call out is porn. Like this to me, I was like, bitches are like uh, freaking out about stuff that I never cared about. But this to me, so 17, 18, and let's be real here. Yeah. Especially Ramuski, like that is arguably the best league in juniors. And that team is one of the like premier of the premier. Yeah. When Historically, it comes to the organization. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So this freaking French ass Canadian comes <laughs> in and listen to these numbers and 60 games played in 1718, 42 goals, 38 assists. That's 80 points. The next year, 61 games, 37 goals. 68 assists the next year 35 goals 77 assists that is huge to me his goals scored are staying really ridiculously stupid high Mm -hmm. but he's managing to get plays made so he goes from 38 assists to a year and a half later 77 assists Mm. he's getting he's making yeah see i told you right <laughs> Your computer just went like <laughs> 70, um, so he's more than doubling his assists and maintaining his goal scored. Yeah. I want to see I, a player who's gonna hold those numbers high. Like that's why Dry is such a machine. Mm-hmm. His assist numbers are ridiculous. If you're making plays on your own merit by scoring, but then you're also constantly putting yourself in a position to put other plays in motion. Yeah. I think I think the one big thing about that is that he can literally play in any scenario you put him in. He can he can do anything. Literally his 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 talent allows him to go into corners, go in front of the net. He's built for digging pucks out of corners and he is in the mindset where and you see it like he knows he can score goals. If the mm-hmm. opportunity is there, he will take it. If the opportunity is not there, he's not going to just take it because he's unsure of he's got like 38 assists to 77 m effing assists and you what you you went down what five goals if that you had 112 points in 52 52 games yep he's the guy and he knows it (laughs) that's what it comes down to i want you to score but dude i have no doubt in my mind that this kid if like when this all comes together and it starts to work out he is going to make kale mccarr look like a baby <laughs> yeah a shitty little jolly green baby giant <laughs> get the kale out of here the french but it's it's to me like i i definitely overestimated it which i do often in everything in my life but because we were t- talking about oh you know how many points do you think yeah um so this is 82 games like like i said i don't see kako suddenly doubling his assists from 13 to 26 i just don't see it. yeah i'm sure i'll have a few more and if anything i'd bet my bottom dollar that i would would bet on the cane fight uh i would bet that <laughs> on kako's goals going up for sure but like i think i think he could have a 20 25 goal season I had him 20 Kock, he, yeah yeah he I went through solid a, numbers he went one? through a bunch of extremes kako last year so like there was I remember on the broadcast, they were saying, like, he would pass up way too many scoring opportunities. Yeah, there was a lot. And then he would, towards the end of the season, he started to shoot, 
right? Yes. And, and then shoot. When when he went to the playoffs, the playing round, that was the best I've ever seen him play. Like that I last agree with you. 100%. I agree with you. When he was in the corner, he got knocked down. I need to find a clip of that. I, I, I've tried he's really. A, he's, and this, and I need to like slam on the brakes right now. I'm not shitting on Capo Caco at all. Give this guy two years. He's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. I just think. No, no, no. no yeah. is going to be an entire different. I think story. he's going to be more NHL ready than Caco. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right, that's he's the claim the confidence you're there. I think Kako came I agree. In. You know okay. what? You can't blame him. Kapo Kako came from carrying Team Finland as well as the entire country of Finland and their whole hockey, you know, reputation on his back. You see him standing there holding up the IHF trophy. Like, he was Finland hockey. And then he came to the Rangers. Kind of like how Tamu Solani was Finnish hockey. Yes. Love that guy. <laughs> Who does it? Talk about bows. But yeah, I think that Kako just, especially to come to somewhere like New York, whereas the amount, you know, the amount of attention and the, just the entire environment over there is nothing compared to the New York Rangers. But I think playing for Ramuski and being that back-to-back MVP, being that huge, you know, just huge star. And you're in Quebec, you're in Canada. Yeah. I think that Lafreniere is going to be much more, accustomed to that yeah he's gonna have a, just a little bit more swagger kako needs to just he'll get there yeah i i think I, yeah i was gonna bring that up too i think that um lafreniere is more built for like the bigger stage than kako yeah, is at this point that. yeah kako has the ability and the talent it's just a matter of he needs to be confident of that at times we see it but at other times you could definitely see him being like holy shit i'm here but once he gets past that, it's I, I not going to be something that's going to hold him back forever. I think he's going to take right off. And I think he and Lafreniere, if they keep him around, those guys are going to be the golden boys. Yeah. I think they have blonde hair. They're going to be the golden boys in New York. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. Uh, one thing that you brought up that I've seen with Kako is that a lot of things we see in youth hockey is that a lot of times players get the puck and they automatically think they need to like get it, get, get rid of it, you know, get like skate, it, yeah, yeah skate with the puck a little bit, see, like assess your options a little bit. But Kako looked a little bit scared once he got the puck. He was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And like, it's funny, throws too, it away. He's such an incredible, like puck handling ability. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, but it almost seemed like he was hesitant to do that, right? Because I mean, the way that I would see it is like everybody thinks that I'm this you know, insane, sick handling. Like my hands are unbelievable, but yeah. if I get stripped or if I make a mistake, I'm going to look I'm like go- a fraud. Right. Don't worry, Capo Capo. Your hands are silky, silky smooth. <laughs> that is like hotel sheets. <laughs> so it'll be fine. Yeah. Your yeah. balls drop a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to get rocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, Kiriakos and, like, and I. Hits, there's like maybe a Vander Kane give him a pep talk. You can go beat up Jake Palm. I'll hold the camera. And then I'll come out and he'll just be this like blonde Finnish machine, like Landskog. But yeah. <laughs> maybe Trubal will lay him out in practice or something like that. Oh God, that would be unreal. <laughs> he needs it though. He needs to get slammed down and then he needs to make a mistake. He needs to F up and realize it's not realize it's, you're good. We're not gonna <laughs> you can fuck up. You're not going back down. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. Now get that out of your system. Let's go. He's yep. too scared to fuck up right now. 
he's not in the position to like where you know if he screws up and costs us the game, I'm gonna point the finger at him. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Do, I won't do that for him. He's too he's, valuable. No, if he screws up, it's one thing. But like, um, he's not on the chopping block. It's not like he's. Uh, if it's like or like, Hayek, like yeah, Hayek yeah, yeah, or Brett Howden or something, like and that. it's like get him out, <laughs> send this guy back. Adios. Don't ever come back to us. Sorry about your broken shoulder. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> Capogato, it's like, I mean, has anybody gotten mad at Brendan Lemieux yet? Mm. And he, shipped, he has shipped the king size bed multiple times. Yeah. And nobody's gotten been like, get rid of him. No. You can get mad and you can question his ability, but has anybody said, drop him back? <laughs> no, no. no. Exactly. So maybe you should just hang out with Lemieux for a minute. People have said that about Howden, like, uh, not drop him down to the AHL, like drop him down a line. It's like from the third line yeah. to the fourth line. But BFD, still yeah. on the team. Right. What's what's a line anyway when the Islanders' fourth line is better than McDavid's line? All right, we we've been talking a lot about the future, but um, let's talk a little bit about about the past. So, who's your favorite Ranger of all time? Mark Messier. <laughs> yeah, Mark Messier is that was the one. He was the uh throwing, the jumping, he made me cry. So yeah. number eleven all day, why be a ten when you can be an eleven? Yeah, I I love Mark Messier. He's I don't get starstruck very often. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know, the whole modeling thing, like I got to meet my here, I got to meet Michael Jordan. I was like, oh, thought wow. I, was gonna lose my, I thought I was gonna die. But it wasn't you know, it was great, great, cool. This is awesome. But Mark Messier, he's, he's, I think it's just the tie to, to see that. And that like absolute thing right here, the absolute joy on this guy's face. Like that's what triggered me. Loved it. Gary Bettman, just hoist the cup. I got him right here. Yeah, that's a nice jersey. I mean, he's not even doing it in this one, but you know the deal. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He was such a glue guy. It seemed everybody's like, "Oh, that's cool." But yeah, Messier and um, Scotty Gomez. Don't know why. <laughs> Look, I had one of these. Don't yeah. know what it is. Scotty Gomez, if you watch this, I'm sorry. I'll find it, and if I don't find it, I'll make you a new one out of particle board. <laughs> Scotty Gomez. I don't know why. Loved him. Really? Dead ass. I had I had a plaque. Wow! <laughs> All right. He was polarizing, I feel like, wasn't he? I, I wasn't watching hockey when he was on the Rangers. Polarizing, started, but... it was already in their system. I think he was polarizing, but I think it was in a, a way that was like... Just egging people on a bit so that they could be like... I just found him... I thought he was hilarious. Have you seen what he's been doing recently? Oh, hells. <laughs> oh, I mean, no. I mean, I th- I saw him on a, um, like a Spit and Chicklets episode. Okay. Yeah, he's got he's got like his own show now. Um, oh, he's on I've like, a, yeah, he's on like a road trip. I think it's called like Scotty's Home or something. I've seen him in a very like nice robe. Yes, yes. Um, I think he wears that like all. Definitely the, the not video. as much hair as he used to have. <laughs> Although the Jerry girls, um, balding. But not have a watch thing of his worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I've only seen what he had on Instagram, so I'm, I'm not quite sure. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I've always loved me some Scotty Gomez. All right. <laughs> All right. So I saw you had a video of your reverse retro jersey rankings. Is that correct? Damn right I did. 
Yeah. So, and you gave the Islanders an F. And okay. That was listen great. to me. It was an F, not because of what they did. It's because of what they didn't do. Oh yeah. no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I completely Thank agree you. with you. Yeah, we made it. We made a meme of them. I don't know if you saw it. It's a. It's an. It's from the office. Oh, I love the office. What is it? It's um. My pillow is Pam Beasley one where it's like. Uh, it shows her two pictures and it's like oh, they're both the same they're the same yeah. one so kiriakos and i were like we have to make it a meme. Was. It was a we have to make a meme of this and yeah. so we're looking through formats and i found that one i'm like dude it's gotta <laughs> be this to. one it has to be it's gotta they be this is the winner. To make a new one and they went to the junior islanders practice closet and they pulled yeah. out from the junior islanders 2018 you know what's so funny i forgot who said it but um they were saying they came up to Lou Lamorello with like a design with a fisherman on it. And he was like, give him a quick shave and then we'll talk. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lou Lamorello is just known to be like a hard ass. And Did he have, did Lamorello have COVID? Because lack of taste is like a lasting <laughs> side effect. After oh my <laughs> God. Yeah. Honestly, he might have. You Ouch. had the opportunity of a lifetime. That fisherman logo, I would have bought that. I don't like that. Not, it is dialed. Some no, if you, in my video too, I played Down East or Alexa intro in front of it. Yeah. Like that is Long Island. And what did you do? You went to the rinks, you broke into <laughs> one of their junior islanders closets, you pulled out the biggest one you could find, and you called it retro. <laughs> non <Non-resc- laughs> out of here. Unbelievable. We could go to a summer arts and crafts camp thing, like let's throw on a smock. Here's felt. Do your best, and literally, the kid who did his worst would have done better. It was it just sucked because that logo is so dialed. Like, you're from Long Island. You want there's three teams in New York. You want to differentiate, yeah. And you have at like the palm, like the tips of your fingers and the palm of your hand. There's so many specifically Long Island, and people from Long Island are so passionate about where they're from. Yeah, they re- yeah they really are. They, they it's true. I yeah. mean, if I, I somebody says I live. Oh, do you live in Long Island? I'm like, I am Long Island. I live on Long Island. You live on Long Island. (laughs) But like, there was plenty of opportunity for creativity, and it just seems like they just, it was, it sucked. And I feel bad. It's like, yeah. Honestly, a lot of people don't like that, that logo though, for some reason. Who? I've, I've heard some some heated debates. It was criticized a lot, like a like, long time, like a while ago. Like there's up there with the worst logo, and now everyone's like, "Bring it back!" Yeah, the worst logo. Yeah, well, you know what? I, really, I think it looks nice. Actually. I think everybody hated that Burger King logo, but you bet your ass if they put that Burger King logo <laughs> back on the King's jersey, right? I would, buy it. I would buy it for everybody and my family. Slap <laughs> the Burger King on, boom, done. Didn't everyone hate the Coyotes old logo? The one that looked like a the Kachina. Uh, Original like the Keith Harding, like the weird yeah, yeah, yeah. like the dancing one. Yeah. The dancing one or just the alien face? I think the, the dancing one. Well, yeah. Really yeah. That. yeah. But I guess you look back and it's like retro. Right. Right. So I like give me, the ones you want to know my top my my other two? Yeah, let's ones? let's hear your, your worst three first. Yeah, your worst three. worst three. three? So yeah. leave the islanders out. We all know that they just wasted time. Um Columbus Blue Jackets was it was a Washington Caps it was just it the the design that they used they tried to make a calligraphy style Pinterest CBJ or something yeah right right red right. jersey 
That was their, like, it was like, Caps their... colors. There was stars. Caps fourth didn't like it because they they had other options too. It's not like yeah. they're all you have other options. But um, who else did I? Oh, New Jersey Devils. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hate it. Hate it. How yeah, come Bobby's I... not going to be happy about that? <laughs> it gaff. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that either. It's not a good one. And even even Jersey, like you had other options. You could use like a trash can, <laughs> or like I don't know. But no, I just How about nothing at all. Truly, nothing. Nothingness. At all. Maybe you could take take the next few seasons off. <laughs> figure it out. That sure. would probably work better for your organization. Can you like Although, put a picture of the neutral zone trap on a jersey? Absolutely killer. What's up? Can you put a picture of like the neutral zone trap on the jersey? That <laughs> probably do or, that. Or, or put a picture of Jake Paul. Put a picture of Jake Paul with a mop. <laughs> that would work too. I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna carve this one for the rest. It's just too easy though. So maybe I'll just take a knee because I don't want people to be like, oh, picking the low hanging fruit. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a global pandemic. Hello. <laughs> um and calgary that is not what the calgary fl- that is not a horse free blasty looks- come on dude it looks like <laughs> a dragon no come dragon on. Hair balls all over oh i love that, that one it's just i'm gonna play arbitrator on this one i don't i don't know what do you I think or nay? hang on let's see let's see come dude. on it's blasty yeah. i know you watch that, my that colors <laughs> those colors are nice but i don't know about that it looks like a dragon upon first glance. Yeah. Where that's you could put like that, that on Jim Carrey in medieval times, and it would be the cable guy. I swear. <laughs> you I dig those. Logo. I dig the colors, but I don't know about that logo on the front there. I mean, it looks like a dragon. No, I, I like it. Like um, you know, when you get on a merry-go-round and you're trying <laughs> to get badass, and you get on like the horse that's dark blue or the one yeah. that's, like, like that's, what, that's what that looks like. If it's like a really like the scary merry-go-round you get to go to the second <laughs> it, it's not a horse there was other options too cow town some cow on that bad boy come on they could have had the saddle or something maybe i don't know seriously anything something, like, something. just man i want to be a broad you know a broadcaster i want to be like jay and Dan. you know i just want to have a good time That's all i want to do in hockey but seriously i'll leave that all behind and and take head on figuring out um who the fuck is designing this shit straighten them out tell them what's what there's so many cool options and the cool option i couldn't even pick like my top three obviously the rangers yeah mm-hmm. y'all knew that classic can't screw with that yeah but they had to. loved the caps yeah me too that's a solid jersey i like that one how long have you been waiting and and it's so annoying because they have that 1970s looking font on their uh regular jerseys but this new one is flames. Love it. They got the eagle going. Love it. That one was dope. Color is hot too. Like the red instead of the original, like white and blue. Yeah, and it's like that. It's like Wonder Bread colors. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like um, it, it looks like a decal on like the side of a 1970s like an old or something <laughs> like in a commercial. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're oh, right. I got and you. It's just a text. Yeah, Lundquist brought back the swagger. Hey, Brady did. Maybe Ovechkin will brush his hair. <laughs> um, obviously Colorado. That Nordiques throwback. Yes, yeah. uh, that's my number one. That was my number. Yes, one. that was mine too. And I swear, like I don't buy jerseys. I have some 
old Patrick Waugh Avalanche jersey on my yeah. in Northport. And I have a couple of Rangers ones that my brothers got that they got huge and I got my hands on. But I will buy that one day. It is unbelievable. They crushed it. Like, how? Oh, because weed is legal in Colorado, actually. <laughs> Maybe that's why they got yeah, like the, the creative logos. Flowing, <laughs> and they, that's why. And everybody in Jersey just is We're piecing it all together. <laughs> it all makes sense. The design of that jersey is, is spectacular. It's, perfect. it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. It, it's oh my God. perfect. And the coloring on it, too. And like, mm. I love the fleur de lis on the bottom. And like the Yotes jersey is sick, but that bottom part just like, fuck the lizard. Stupid. What? Really? Okay. What does a lizard have to do with the Arizona coyotes? I don't know. It's deserty. <laughs> So should we put a taxi cab on the side of our jerseys? If yeah. it works. <laughs> no. No. Should we put like a street meat, like a hot dog on the side? No. Or squirrel? What else runs around the side? Oh, the glizzy? No. I just thought it was a little a completely different style, but I do love, like I said, the key parting style on the Yeah, yeah. Sick. Um Okay, I'm gonna say this Minnesota Wild, plain, literally just the same colors. Love it yeah love it okay love it the colors are nice yeah it's i love it if you replace the logo with subway it wouldn't make much of a difference (laughs) hey man (laughs) cold cut combo and out of that jersey i do i think i think it looks dope i think it's a nice little tip your hat they could have maybe done more maybe you know oh fuck see this is why i should make their jerseys minnesota wild logo boom with the little star over it one second. Right. Little star. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Hit it with the you see that? Yeah. That would yeah. be a sick, even sicker jersey. Somebody get them on Zuccarello. I have to tell you this. We're calling Adidas right now. Adidas. Oh, wild. Yeah. listen to me. <laughs> Gotta put a star on it. But um, I also really loved the uh Florida Panthers because their new jersey sucks. And um oh, Winnipeg. All right, you liked Winnipeg? A lot a lot of people didn't. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people don't have good taste. A lot of people just <laughs> pop a star on top of the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. No, I just thought it was sick. I really hate their new logo. Okay. I thought the old one was amazing. Yeah. With the stick and, and I thought it was a cool like differentiate. And the one that they have now kind of looks like a gas station logo. <laughs> Seriously, hear me out. You know when you see like Winnipeg? <laughs> Yeah, the Jets logo that they have now, it looks like... I mean, now that you say it, I can kind of picture it on, like, slapped yeah. on a phone. <laughs> Even more so than the Oilers. Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. Wait, can you but tell me why right. the Oilers didn't go back to the oil drop? Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Their, theirs was so plain. I I did not the like Oilers, it. The um, Oilers, and I don't give them any, like, lead on that, because they had a few other options. But if you're the Flyers, um, yeah. the Red Wings... Um, even, well, no, even more so the Canadians. They have nothing to work with. They've had the exact same. Yeah. Thing. And you can't really go anywhere, but I thought their coloring was dope. So, yeah, those are my three. Yeah, Montreal did did nice coloring. They never had a blue jersey like that, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, maybe I'll start, like, an OnlyFans where I just help people with their <laughs> fantasy draft. OnlyFans fantasy draft. I'll wear whatever jersey you want. And then I can just, like, buy my jerseys. <laughs> It'll probably work too. Get your fantasy draft good to go. Um, 
Oh, can you justify paying $280 for the Liberty jersey? You'd probably say yes. I mean... I feel like there's... I feel like yeah. the authentic ones are 280 I think you could get some for like you 230 Way cheaper. I think you can find ones for like 200 230 Yeah, and, and like... Wait, why are they 280 They don't even have a switch going on. I don't know. Yeah. Don't they know that we're in the middle of a global pandemic and no, everybody's poor? <laughs> They're not making any money either. They got... <laughs> Can't they sell ad space with Subway? Or- MSG gives zero Fs. <laughs> Apparently, but um, no, but there's other jerseys I would buy before that. Okay. Before this particular reverse retro. There's other jerseys I would purchase prior to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's fair. I would definitely buy like a McKinnon uh, reverse retro jersey, honestly. Def Poss. If I had to pick a reverse retro, though. Yo, I love the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's like that's yeah. all written all over it. But yeah, no, I think 280 is a little kind of a dick move especially because they got us all boned up they hit us with that corner of the sea really yeah yeah they really did. yeah they they really did wait that who do you think who do you think is going to get the captaincy we talked about it in our last episode um we no both one's this year no one's getting it this year all right i i kind of thought that um the years prior we didn't really have an identity now I think we kind of know the group we're going forward with. We didn't make too many moves in the offseason. We trust this group. I feel like they might want a leader. The only reason I am saying that they're not going to have one this time around is because of everything that's been going on. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think that they're not trying to throw another layer of, you know, assumed responsibility i wouldn't throw the captaincy on anybody right now because it mm. just seems like an unfair because it's such a lot to take on especially you know look at Tavares. like when he took on captaincy it's like you're the captain yeah and and that's a lot of added weight it's not so much in a place that just hands out captaincies like they hand out roster spots like the new jersey devils yeah, i was just gonna say that <laughs> or the yotes um but <laughs> if you haven't had one in a long time and it's like a big deal right maybe put that bad boy back burner all right come around once things have settled down a bit after that i would think zibby it i mean we don't really have a lot of veteran players yeah we don't i mean we we kind of chalked it down to either zibanejad or Kreider. if anybody would get it i would think Kreider should get it yeah yeah. i don't think zibanejad has the um ability to like he can reassure and he can motivate and get them all hyped up but i don't think he's a dad enough does that make sense dad enough i don't think that he's as reassuring when it comes to stepping up i mean cried is genius yeah he knows what's up he it seems to me like he has a better grip on things off the ice as well in terms of, you know, getting mm. everything put together. And he's not so much as focused on his play. And I don't think he's in the same position where he needs to prove or perform. He's performing. He's unbelievable. He almost won the pass skater. I think it would be fitting if he were captain. I mean, I think I, but, my opinion is Zibanejad would be captain, but I, I think it would be fitting for Kreider to be captain because he was a first round, dra- he's a homegrown ranger. Yes. From the old teams. He's the only player left from those great teams that we had. And exactly. it makes sense for him to lead this new squad mm-hmm. into the future. 
And I think that- That's of, my justification. I think I totally agree with you. And I think that that too is like, he was the only one who was able to, or seen as able to be able to bridge that from yeah. the veteran squad over into this new squad. And he's like, I have no, I don't even consider him at that point. I'm like, Oh, what, you know, when stall was around, it's like, it's fucking, <laughs> you know, adult swim. <laughs> don't you have like the early, like get out. But, and even with like, I was trying to push him out. Yeah. But Kreider is the guy's like, seems like un completely un you can't screw with him yeah and and he's got some of the Tavares qualities and i think that especially because he is kind of weird yeah he he is very weird a weirdo you know yeah. it's, it's better because i'm sure like i have a feeling then zibby probably you know not as weird <laughs> so i would want like the weird quite like a Tavares type like Tavares, you're freaking weirdo yeah, yeah. Have you seen the pictures? No, I want to give it to Austin Matthews and drop his pants, bend over, and, and tell me what he had for breakfast. <laughs> and I don't want to see that. Have Not you seen? See on it. Captain Crunch, what's up? I'm going to start calling it that. Captain <laughs> Crunch. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Have you seen those freaky pictures of Kreider? I think it was the year he got drafted. It was like him, like in these like weird, like sexy poses. Oh my oh, god! Come on, dude, seriously? No, have you seen about those? Austin Matthews, Captain Crunch, breakfast. Okay, bottle. fair. I know. I know. <laughs> no, but can you send them to me? <laughs> I got you. I got you. <laughs> High gloss. Put a filter on it. NSF dub and also blur it. So I have to hit it before I open it. Like warn me. I don't want my mom to see that. All right. I don't want to see any of that. God damn. There's like not a lot of hockey players that I would want to see in that way. Yeah. However, they, they they used to do that um that what was it? That like naked edition on ESPN. What was that? The oh, magazine. Yeah, swimsuit edition. Oh, swimsuit. No, no, yeah, not yeah. that one. Did you see Tyler Sagan and his Zambo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that. <laughs> Brad oh, Richards did it. Jokes, yo. Tyler Sagan has not been on like the front page or like been relevant in the, the hockey world for a while, other than like, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be a two, three back. There's bigger, better stories. Yeah. When he was on the Bruins, he was, yes, but not He's recently. He gets a girlfriend <laughs> and it's like, everywhere. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why is this guy like, there's plenty of dudes in the NHL that got girlfriends, breakups, the whole deal. Why? Yeah. This guy gets a girlfriend. He's on the front page. They're like, <laughs> headline. Tyler Sagan. And I was like, I wonder oh. why. And then I was like, because he's a whore. <laughs> this is new. It's because he's a hooker. And ah, oh, congratulations. Dude, you know that makes so much the, sense. That is so much more interesting than um, any of his play in the last two years. But, and I've always called him, fuck it, nobody, you know, he's the lizard king. He looks like a velocity. Like a right. don't get me wrong though those zamboni picks you guys can't see it behind you but i got a laminated blunt <laughs> is it the, is it the ones it. with the fans like that hold up the signs like tyler we suck your dick in high yeah, school i mean you can't you can't deny he's unbelievably good looking i gotta find yeah, anything yeah. wrong with him all right uh-huh. you tiny teeth i'm gonna call you a lizard king <laughs> if the, if you want to revamp the yeah but yeah no find one thing wrong with me tyler saying <laughs> so in our in our last episode our thanksgiving special we talked about some stuff that we were thankful for in the past couple years 
Um, I personally just came down to one thing, and it was the draft lottery. <laughs> but um, what, what would you say you're most thankful for? Um, man, I, I, I got to go ahead and say it. I'm just thankful for that uh, New York Islanders, New York Rangers Thanksgiving Eve day. All right, that yeah. was a uh, very without you know being planned that way it, was, it took it was a, a nice kick in the ass that I needed mm-hmm. right onto you know finding what I wanted to do okay that was yeah. great. oh and the, the New York Rangers I think they won like seven to two we got to listen to them and there was an Islanders fan in the box and we were like that's three that's four <laughs> I think he was wearing a what jersey was he wearing can't even remember. I don't know. Can't remember because we're too busy scoring, right, Tom? <laughs> That's awesome. That's a good one. Um, all right. So going into the last thing we want to talk about, pretender slash contender. Um, let's start with the Rangers. I want to see your, your take on this. Hey, there she is. Hey, this is the producer. All he does is shit. Um, pretender, contender? Yeah. I want to hear what you think about the Rangers next year. I think they're a contender next year. I think we got some solid goaltending. I think uh, the lineups are, I mean, looking at, like, I think the lines are going to be solid. I think we've got the correct vibe that you need between the balance between everybody, including the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's on the right page. And I know that they obviously were not happy with how they performed in the qualifying in round. Yeah. Neither was I, but forgivable understandable and i think that they're going to come in with like a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and i also think that hank leaving is going to i I kind of feel like he was a little bit of an anchor a little bit of a a sense i mean he's the king of new york you know yeah it's an intimidation factor big time people are still talking like what ryan whitney talks about his first goal ever yeah one down on Um, long choice yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then what too many men on the ice did it count yeah. <laughs> but um i think that's going to be a little bit of a welcomed change as far yeah. as the you know vibe amongst the team goes um, I... I a pretender yeah i mean you would you give me four well you know what let me hear we, all yours so we, we went we went coyotes flames rangers and panthers I tried to um, think of as like the, the tweener teams, so I wasn't really sure. I wasn't gonna give you like um, the Dallas Stars because they obviously just made the playoff, the 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 cup went to the finals, like so they're definitely a contender. Yeah, but Sagan's got a girlfriend, and basically she holds like the fate of the Stanley Cup playoffs like in her hand. Well, they still they still have a, a full squad of of players on that team. Like their defense is that good. Crude. Jamie Ben. Jamie uh, Ben is good, but they're I feel like they've been both been so inconsistent. Yeah, yeah they Kudobin, have for sure. A hundred percent. Kudobin and yeah, the whole season. Kudobin though. And I do respect their bounce back after the coach. Well, remember when hockey was still happening and all those coaches? <laughs> yeah, like that was that was crazy. It was just like everyone was going doesn't even feel off. like but they had a nice bounce back from that. I definitely a lot of respect on that. Yeah, the the, the coach bonus, yeah, he did a really nice job. Yeah, he him. stepped into that nicely, and, the, and it seemed like the players. But um, yeah, so these are just like your four four on the cusp teams. If you yeah, know. like tweener teams, like like uh, can they make it? Will they make it? You know what I mean? For Rangers me, definitely 
contender in my yeah, for, I agree. For me, I I say the Rangers are contender too, but I honestly wouldn't be too surprised if we don't make it this year. I'll be disappointed be. if they don't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I'll be honest. Yeah, I will be because that top six is is extremely extremely question, talented. Disappointed like you were this year, or disappointed like I really thought we were going to make it. I think I think that we should make it actually this yeah, year. Yeah, I think that I think that the rebuild is done. We have our no, pieces in place. Make it. If you don't make it, it's on them. Yeah. It's, we've taken a step forward every single year in the rebuild, and if we don't, it's going to be a step backwards. I'm, I ha- I'll have to admit it. I th- I think so. I agree with you one hundred percent. If if they go in and they shit the bed, uh, like no, that you have every single thing you need. I can't think of any like specific part that is the weak link like you know you're looking at goalies like being injured stuff like that right that's something i can't find a single that's the only thing left d that's the only thing i but you could solve that just by moving a right d to the left it's true and tony said he wasn't opposed to that so (laughs) i I, I like him he's a team player man yeah he's awesome love d'angelo love d'angelo oh tony <laughs> he's from Jersey, right? Yeah, yes. yeah, he lives in Jersey. South Jersey. You get a pass. <laughs> I think he's great for New York, and I think this is a little decent. But um, what about the Yokes? I dude, I I don't think they're going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't like them at all. Their roster is just not doing it for me. I think they're a couple of pretenders, but you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know if you saw my Halloween costume as Phil Kessel. <laughs> oh my god! Poor bastard got the shit out. You were? You were Phil Kessel for Halloween. I put on my finest hot dog costume. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Jersey, oh my fresh God. new pair of Alpha Warriors and slap my bucket <laughs> on. Full cage. Also still have your mouth. Um, and I put a couple of hot dogs down. It's great. Wow. I do love Phil Kessel though. I think he's. Great. I love him too. He's yeah, awesome. He's and I feel guy. terrible that he is on. Well, here, you know what I was going to do though? I was going to put a Taylor Hall jersey on over the hot dog costume. <laughs> Be a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> <laughs> But then he went to the Buffalo Sabres. And I was yeah. Like, Dude, but you know, he, I was so disappointed. I think Phil Kessel came out with his statement one time and he was like, I don't eat hot dogs. I don't know where this is coming from. And I was like, please don't say sure. that. Just and go other, with it. Come back on January 1st. <laughs> right. Badass Phil Kessel. I you know what? The guy's an incredible player. He loves, if anybody in this world loves hockey more than me, it's Phil Kessel. <laughs> like, I love hockey. But that sucks, though, because I feel like he got shot down there, and that's it. Like, yeah. that's going to be the end of Phil Kessel. Yeah. And he's, like, a major part of the Leafs and, obviously, the Pens. Yeah, he was. Go down to Arizona. I'll never forget when he was traded to the Penguins. My brother texts me with the picture of him next to, like, the, the Hamburglar from uh, McDonald's, and it's like – how the hell is this guy good at hockey? He's mad fat. And he's so good. And he's he's so good, his though. Sister, his sister is an absolute, like, machine. She crushes. Yeah. She's so good. Amanda, and she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So, like, she's I awesome. don't know, man. Maybe, I don't know if he's older, but, like, the first pancake. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, and she's, I mean, if you've never seen her play, she's, like, Team USA all day. Doesn't she work with the Rangers now? She works with the Junior Rangers. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, awesome. Junior Girls Rangers. Okay. And, and like I said, she's. You think Phil Kessel's good? Mm-hmm. 
destroys it. She's better. <laughs> and she's nice to look at. And I'm <laughs> like, just kidding, Phil, I love you. Thanks for watching this. <laughs> That's the end goal. You got to get it to Phil Castle. It's the long game, man. The longest. <laughs> it's the t- <laughs> it's a 12-inch one. It's, it's a very long hot dog game, but you know what? I'll throw them till the end of time for Phil. But yeah, I think they're pretenders because they relied solely on their goalie. Taylor Hall came and left. Yep. Um, nice. LOL. LOL. Sorry. <laughs> and that, I mean, who else, who else is even on that team? No one. Step on. Step on. Yeah. Bald boy. Ekman Larson. Who? Yeah. There's Oliver, nobody good on that team though. Oliver Ekman Larson. Yeah. Like Paul Bizanette calls like <laughs> the post game, but it's, Come. but it's also like, stream like his post games are also being streamed on his only fans like you're up and then like the only fans is like backed up a bit lore and even still they've gotten you can't pack out the stands it's bullshit aren't they trying to sell the team no wonder why they're having so much trouble they got a terrible hockey team i know it's just it's a shame um but you can't really have a hockey team um, they have the possibility of figuring it out but the whoever's like navigating that like copernicus is way off yeah yeah so they're definitely pretenders and then the flames like we already shot on them before yeah a full roster of like head down serious like you can't you gotta have more i cannot imagine them beating a team that has even a shred of contender in them they'll never beat the bruins all right and then what about the panthers I only watched the Panthers for two things. Keith Yandel. <laughs> and whatever meme they put up of Keith Yandel. <laughs> Sonk. Sonk. That to me, I mean, do you guys remember Aaron Eckblad? Yeah. Number one. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching for Keith, Sonk, Yandel, and that's it. That team's terrible. And, yeah. and like, like that's where goalies go to die. I don't know what's going on with their goaltending coaching, but the goalies that have gone to them have had, and, and Bobrovsky, I don't foresee him. I mean, when he was on Columbus. Yeah, best goal in the NHL. Carried them. He carried yeah, them. Outstanding. And it wasn't even like a matter of like, you see Tuka Rask getting kicked right out of the dome. Mm-hmm. But and you see Bennington going up and down. Yeah. It's there wasn't any up and down. It was he completely disappeared. Mm-hmm. Gone. It wasn't a, a lull. It was a like an absolute like ghost. And goaltending down there is just shit. Granted, they did have a pretty good season in terms of versus their previous. Yeah. Um, but I really think it's gotta start between the fives and they gotta figure that out. Yeah, getting the best goalie in the league and having them shit the bed like that. To be fair, Bobrovsky also did play under Tortorella, who will boost your stats as a goalie. I can say, but I'm I'm not saying that Bobrovsky is not a. Oh not no, 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 that's yeah. fine. But like, if your stats, like, say you're like chilling, like you're averaging, let's say like an, a B plus goalie, yeah. he gets to Tortorella, he's an A minus. Mm-hmm. That's fine. He boosts him up a bit. He goes to Florida. He's dropping down to like. A D at best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even a good D. It's yeah. like 
crinkled and little did <laughs> but like it's just like not even it wasn't even like a one like oh, i lost the battle but i win the no you lost the whole war you're done that's it so you i know. show up to the war it's like where are you you're not here but yan song <laughs> song <laughs> yeah i love actually, yandel I, he's 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 a man. character man I hilarious love. person yeah. I so loved him when he was on the Rangers. I don't regret trading Duclair in the first for him. I would do that. Why did we get rid of him again? We kept because Stahl, we, we didn't. We had cap. We had cap issues, and I don't know. We had what? Oh, cap issues. Yeah, Stahl. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's that's yeah. Keith Yandel is um, the only- and he was play- he had like almost fifty points on third line minutes with AV a- while acting an absolute fool. <laughs> yeah. Like acting like a legitimate gremlin. Who, uh, Yandel? Yeah, just acting up. But I love it. So that's why I watch Spanish. I don't think they're going to be able to figure it out until they they need to do a full rebuild too. Mm-hmm. You don't think Barkov is good? I mean, he is. But so is McDavid. I'll say it again. Yeah. Okay. You don't think Dowdy's good? Who? Like Drew Dowdy? No, yeah, Dowdy's good. Yeah, well, not any. He's not off a cliff. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. It's like a matter of like, you don't think this player is good? No, they're fantastic. But you know, I mean, Johnny Hockey's great. Yeah. But are the Flames good? No. Everyone the else is good. Absolutely good. not. Jack Eichel, you're great. I, are the Sabers good? Nah. I don't think teams know how to properly like do a rebuild <laughs> that's I, honestly what it comes down to trying to fix the parts so yeah rather than rebuilding from the foundation which right god if there is one can you please like a hockey god i, I think the rangers managed to figure that out oh 100 percent architectural design of starting from foundation and building your way up mm-hmm. but you're seeing people try and fix like they're treating a symptom rather than the cause and so it's you know these small little fixes at a time but eventually all gonna fall to pieces and you gotta you have to start fresh that's what florida is to me the things that i i mean i didn't like i mean i like ekblad i don't think he's a bad player no not first um, overall i mean he compared to matthews no i mean yeah it's stiff he's quiet he's quiet first overall pick he's, yeah. damn thing. he's not he first year he had a good, yeah he did have a good first year a great first year and then it was also cuberdo is good too but i mean they did have a lot of scoring options last year with Hoffman and Dadenov. Yes. And, last and year was their best year in a while, and it, it sucks too because it seems like they took that as like, oh, we're good now. We don't need to worry. But no, you still yeah. – There's a lot of shit going on. It was like a fresh coat of paint. Yeah. Put a tint on, but there's still a lot under the hood that you need to take care of. What do you think about Carolina? Love them. Carolina is some of the best swarming defense. The, their style of play is Rod Brindamara has like mastered that. Yeah, he they really has. Move. You can't move. Yeah. You can't even breathe. And and that's how they disgraced us and the entire city of New York. You think <laughs> the Rangers couldn't even get a puck out of it was just on top of them. It was like mm-hmm. there was ten hurricane guys and one ranger. Yeah. I will say this though. Brady Shea the fuck. <laughs> Kirakos liked him. I'm I'm completely 100% glad he's gone because no, all he did too, was but I'm not all glad. he did was screw up when I was watching him. But but 
what did he learn how to play hockey on the on the plane ride down to Carolina and then <laughs> now starts yeah like somehow playing unbelievably for Carolina like where were you with that when you were up here yeah what is it like you just you just forgot and then and then you read it like in the <laughs> sky mall then <laughs> you get to Carolina and then you start scoring goals, like Brady Shea so we awesome. traded it. We traded him pretty much uh, eventually for Schneider, because that you know what we got rid of VC too, which is great. Yeah, I did not like him. Yeah, and he didn't turn out to be the college player that we thought he was going to be. Everybody was so boned up about him. Yep. Yeah, I remember and, that. And I was thinking about it too. I was going over um, like during the rebuild in my dome because that's what I think about. Trying <laughs> to sleep, sleep paralysis demon is staring at me, and I'm like, man, remember that trio? <laughs> Harvard guy, everybody's stoked about it. But it's funny because you see them come in and everybody's pumped and it's like that trio. Hayes, VC, Shea. They live mm-hmm. together. They're like taking promotional photos together. Tommy, you got to take a walk. But. <laughs> and like the first season, they're looking good and everybody's like, all right, all right, we'll see. And Hayes has a great season too. Second season, Grady Shea is doing Dece, but it's still not bad enough to be like, whoa, this is bullshit. Yeah. And DC's doing Dece, still not bad enough to say, well, it's bullshit. But Hayes is getting fat and healthy scratch <laughs> in playoffs. <laughs> Look, but when on, he's sitting there and he's playing like garbage. If you get a healthy scratch during the playoffs, like after an amazing first season. Yeah. And then I just found it so interesting to see like how players can be rated so high but the real measure of it's you know you don't know how good you are until you get put into the league because then you see vc getting a what a one million you just see most leaps yeah one million at the leaves brady shea played his best seven games of his entire life probably not to see that again down with canes and Hayes has got a 77 or whatever the hell it is. Seven year contract. He got, he got paid. Seven mil. A got the A. And yeah. on top of it, people are like, that was a horrible, like that was wildly overpaid. No, you know who was overpaid and didn't deliver? Carlson. Mm-hmm. He's delivering. One of, if not the best. Eric Carlson's playing on like one foot. Yeah. And playing with one half the body that he used to have. Right, yeah. yeah, that's why I don't understand. Why would they sign him? They sign him that same ridiculous ninety-two. I I don't I don't know. Ninety-two million is seven-year or eight-year contract to the Sharks. Last Jesus Christ! Year, yeah, same year that they signed Hayes to a fifty million seven-year game. Uh-huh. Everybody's like, "What? He sucks." But <laughs> he doesn't. Suck. He does. He's yeah, like, arguably their best offense offenseman, and one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, he 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 kind of showed that with us too, but he was supremely it was inconsistent. That, though, but it's yeah, like he crazy was. To see how people can strap it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could use a nice solid second line center, or no, you'd be second behind Zibby. Yeah, hundred percent. But NBC's making league minimum up in Toronto, and it's his what third team in the last two days. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Shea, it's like down in Carolina. I don't expect to see. You know, he's on, what, league minimum two, maybe? 1.2? Brady Shea? Yeah, not, nothing big. I think it was like a... No, uh, actually, he he had a pretty hefty contract when I we did. totally am going to call you out. Where my book? I don't think he did. <laughs> I'll just call my phone. Brady I Shea had like... like oh, his cap hit was like 5 million, I think. Something like that. Five but million. we had to get rid of him 
because of the the salary. We got a we got a we got rid of him because he was absolutely garbage. And he was yeah, he was bad. He sucked. He did nothing. Yeah. I hated him. All he did was make mistakes. So annoying. He was on five point two five. Brady Shea was five point two five million per season. And he's another one. I know you say this. Oh, thirty one point five. So five point yeah five point two five for six years. That's not even half. Or yeah. He's just getting 50 starting first line yeah. going to the plops, getting <laughs> the A and being a top center. It's just interesting to see how the players are like they develop once they get here. It's one thing to get here, but then the way that they develop moving forward, unbelievable. Like Bill Kessel. <laughs> All right. I think that about wraps it up for us. Well, that was so much fun. Um, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you on. That was the content I needed. <laughs> that was a break in the day. That was amazing. That was so much fun. Seriously, guys, I appreciate it. Um, I really do hope hockey starts soon. If not, we'll get back together and talk about the date that we expect it to maybe. Yes, ma'am. And everyone, make sure to go follow Tara on social media. Go follow me on YouTube and go yeah. look at if, YouTube. If you've made it this far, if you've made it this far, this has been Ice Cold Takes the Movie Part Two. Uh, <laughs> if you've made it this far, uh, I applaud you. Crazy. Yo, edit this thing. I, I could keep going it. for another hour and a half. <laughs> to be to be honest. Samesies. Um, Samesies. But yeah, I got a YouTube channel. Love it. Oh, and you can actually witness, as if I haven't been like. Pretty, I'm pretty genuine all the time, but yeah. like some serious happiness in the intro to my YouTube. Like that was, yeah, um, that was when, what was it? I think it was like Bushnevich scored three seconds before. It was the final game we were playing CBJ. Bobrovsky and Panarin, we're already out. We've been out of the playoffs for months at this point, like whatever. So I'm there on the glass and I think Bucci scored within the last three seconds to tie it to send it into OT. And I was just yeah. so, it was right there. I was so happy to have just a little bit more. <laughs> it, we hadn't been in the playoffs since like, that was weeks ago. That already yeah. happened. But just to have, and, and Pavel Buchnevich, Russian mother. I don't want to say anything about that. I don't want to get shot. But that, was, <laughs> that, that moment was like, yes, they said in your face. Right <laughs> In your face, Jake Paul. (laughs) All right, but thanks again, guys. This was truly awesome. Um, And I hope you wrote it down. 82 games played, 23 goals, 33 assists, 56 points for Lafreniere. Yep, I'm betting on that. 23, 33. (laughs) 56 overall, 82 games. If they play 60, it'll be 60, 17, 28. All right. 17 and 28, which is... 45. Yep. This guy's got his calculator. In my head. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, for real. <laughs> I believe it, actually. I was like, what is simple stuff? All right, but thanks again, guys. I'm stoked to uh, keep following this one. 100%. All right, thanks for coming on. You're very welcome. Have a good one, guys. Stay healthy, you stay too. safe. Happy holidays. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.